0: Well, good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the Trucker's Podcast. Current events, local, world news, and trending. This is Saturday at ten thirty p.m. Thank you for joining me. and gentlemen and thank you for joining me here on the truckers podcast i hope everybody so far is out there enjoying your weekend and uh being responsible and following the rules out there of course you know this is my uh My second weekend that I've been out in such a long period of time. Just to go out and enjoy uh, a couple of uh, beverages, watch a hockey game. And like every other day, being out there, being responsible. And following the rules. Now here in the city of London, where I reside. And i talked about this before. And uh, now again, we have had another community outbreak of COVID-19 due to university students. They're smart enough to go to college or university, but they're not smart enough to follow the rules. Our health officer here in the city of London is looking to move this city back into the red restrict or even possibly the gray lockdown and we just begun reopening non-essential businesses here in the city of london for about a month where we went from the gray lockdown to the red restrict to the orange control Case counts going up, and now another community outbreak due to the university students here in the City of London. And this is on campus this time, ladies and gentlemen, not off, off campus like the last time. have to go to each other's dorms, not wear a mask, not social distance. And it doesn't matter if you're 19, 20, 30, 50, whatever the age you are, COVID-19 knows no age. If you're gonna be irresponsible, you're causing a lot of problems for everybody else. I just wanted to get that out out there this evening. I'm not happy. The residents of the city is not happy. Our premier of Ontario is not happy because of the rollout of the vaccines are just not going the way they should be. But what are we to do about that? We got to hold our own, be responsible, follow the rules. That's all we can do, right? I'm not happy, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not happy with the outcome. I'm not happy to hear about another outbreak with the university here in the city of London. I'm just not happy about it. Hey, thank you for joining me. I'm your host Doug from London, Ontario, Canada. Um, I just did a little thing here before I get into the topic about uh, the ten top care, care uh characteristics or the traits. Um, you need to have you know become a, a become a, a truck driver. I was just mentioning about the outbreaks that we're having here in our community here in the city of London, Ontario. We are now looking at another community spread due to the university here in the city. In the same month, our top health official here in the city is talking about moving us back into the red control or the gray lockdown. And we're just basically moved out of the lockdown we went into the red red control we went into the, were in the orange restrict which non essential businesses can open restaurants bars movie theaters all that stuff get your hair cut And now they're talking about moving us possibly back into the red restrict or the gray lockdown. And he's looking at this in the next couple of weeks. And folks, I'm not happy. I'm just not. And all Londoners alike here to hear that announcement and to hear that we have another community outbreak due to the Western University students. They're smart enough to go to university, but they're not smart enough to social distance. They're not smart enough to stay away from one another. They're not smart enough to, when they're gathering around to talk to wear masks. but they're smart enough to go to university. Are you freaking kidding me? Small business, non-essential business has suffered long enough. Employees of those businesses has suffered long enough. An excuse for what? they're not building the herd immunity they're causing the no they're causing the problem they're being part of the problem not part of the solution it's not about building herd immunity it's about being responsible it's about following the rules Right? We all got a responsibility here. They're smart enough to go to university. They should be smart enough not to gather in large crowds. They should be smart enough to be wearing masks. They should be smart enough not to hold parties. This is the second time in the same month of March that they had the outbreak at the university here in the city of London, the second time. We could potentially be going back into the gray lockdown because of this. Before Easter even happens, I did my little rant, but this is not what the show is about. I just had to get that little rant out there because I'm just as frustrated as everybody else is. Right? So the topic tonight is about top 10 characteristics or traits you need to have to become a truck driver. Now, first and foremost, here in Ontario, and not all parts of Canada, but here in Ontario specifically, in order to become a truck driver, you have to take the Ontario Truck Driving School. It's become law. It's been it, and it's been law for uh, uh, approximately three years now. It's not like before where you could just go, write the test, book your appointment for a road test, and get your license. That's not what it's like anymore. You have to go to a a a, a credited. Uh, provincial truck driving school which is going to cost you on the upwards about ten thousand dollars for a 16 week program in order to become a truck driver. Now I can honestly tell you because i've been a, I've been a trucker for for 33 years. It's a great career. And it doesn't mean that you have to be a long haul trucker for your entire career. Once you are licensed to become a trucker, you've done your schooling and you get hired on, you can do a couple years out there doing long haul. And then you can start looking around and doing maybe shorter runs or you can start doing um local runs and be home every single day I did my time over the road 16 years of my trucking career I've I did long haul I put my time in. I must be one of the lucky drivers out there because I only work a four day week. I have Saturday, Sunday and Mondays off and I work Tuesdays through Thursday, oh, sorry, till, till Friday. Now, Professional truck driving is more than just getting a vehicle from point A to B. Truck drivers are much more than mere steering wheel holders. Driving a heavy vehicle with its cargo of costly supplies and equipment, keeping to a demanding schedule isn't a job for an ordinary driver? Do you aspire to have not just a job, but a career? And a great one at that. Now just think about that for a second. You may be working in jobs that are just dead end. And believe me, before I became a trucker, I worked in many dead end jobs. They were going nowhere. There was no future, nothing. Working minimum wage. Having a commercial driver's license You will never be unemployed. Now, one of the responsibilities about being a trucker is reliability. Do what they say they're going to do. How and when they promise to do it. They know that employers and customers have deadlines and schedules and depend on the trucker's timely performance. Truckers aim to be not the problem, but the solution to shipping and cargo transport challenges. Now, truck drivers, we drive in all adverse weather. Depending on the weather conditions, there may be a time that just gets so bad out there that you're just gonna be called off the road. And that could happen to anybody. But generally, The freight keeps moving. The supplies keep being delivered. Now, maybe you even thought about being a truck driver. Maybe it's crossed your mind. Do you have what it takes? One of the traits or char- or the characteristics is being self-dependent. Office workers are just a door or a floor away from a department of support personnel who can provide help or advice. However, even team drivers are essentially working alone and that they are out on the road away from tactical support. Truck drivers have to be able to handle having sole responsibility for the truck in its cargo and to make the right decisions. So it's not always the people who are working in the office who are making these decisions because truck drivers. Are out there on the roadways in all weather conditions. And to be able to make the right decision on whether they're going to move forward or whether. They make that decision because the conditions on the roadways and the weather are so terrible that, hey, I have to stop. There's just no continuing here. But then you have to always remember when it comes to the office staff, the dispatch, they might ha- they might have a second opinion, but they're not the ones who are behind that wheel. It's the timely performance and the truckers to be not the problem but the solution to shipping and the cargo transport challenges. And believe me, ladies and gentlemen, like myself and other truckers out there have faced these adverse challenges. How dependent are you? The truck drivers out there, ladies and gentlemen, being able to handle and having the sole responsibility for the truck in its cargo and make the right decisions in in an emergency. That they also have the ability and able to cope with being alone most work days. Or work night, as it is often the case, truck drivers keep their knowledge and their skill current so they can solve problems when and where they occur. Now, it not just might be weather, traffic accident accidents that's going to hold you up. rush hour, traffic jams, whatever is going to be thrown at you is going to come your way. Mechanical problems, like I said, traffic tie-ups, cargo issues, They learn how to manage the personal aspects of their life so it goes smoothly whether they are home or on the road. The other characteristics or traits. How courteous are you? You're a car driver. You may drive a small van, a small cargo truck. How courteous are you, you know, just in your personal life? Doesn't mean you have to be doing deliveries of some sort of job like that, but just basically, how courteous are you? While it's true that truck drivers spend a a lot of time alone, truck drivers, nevertheless, should have good people skills. How are your people skills? How do you socialize? whether it's with family or friends, or just people skills in general. They should know how to interact with employees, other drivers, dock workers, Customers and service staff, such as that every 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 trucker comes in contact with, listens and to respond, are courteous to clients and treat the cargo in people with respect. Are you that type of individual? Do you have that tolerance of courteous in your everyday life? Just being courteous to other drivers on the roadway. Being courteous to your neighbor. To your friends, relatives. How about just in your in, in your line of work that you do? How courteous are you to your other employers and customers? It's not just in the trucking industry, ladies and gentlemen. It's your everyday activities that you do day in and out, going to work, being out in public, dealing with customers, whether you're in retail, how courteous are you? Now, when we talk about, you know, being mechanical, well, you know, truck drivers are not licensed mechanics, but you should know how to change the light bulb on your car, your truck, whatever you're driving. So you wake up, you go into work, You go and do your pre-trip, and you have a headlamp out. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. The shop isn't open, but you have accessibility to whatever you need in the shop, whether you need to add oil, you need to add windshield washer fluid, you know, things like that. You should be knowledgeable on how to change a headlamp. You don't have to call anybody and wake them up and say, hey, I got a headlamp out. Can you come and change it for me? Because I'm so inept, I don't know how to change a headlamp. Truck drivers, when we're doing our pre-trips. We should know that we have issues. Could be tire issues. It could be brakes out of adjustment. Something that we cannot deal with because we're not mechanics. But we're trained to know these problems. But when it comes to simple things like changing a headlamp, we should not have to call somebody to come in and do that for you. So we should be somewhat knowledgeable on how trucks operate. And to do what's needed to help ensure that the truck meets the the compliance and other safety standards. That's why it's so important, ladies and gentlemen, that if you want to become a truck driver, you go to a trucking school. In your state, in your province. Or whatever training is provided here in Ontario, Canada, it is mandatory that you have to go to a credited truck driving school. You know, this contributes to a safer working environment, not only for the truckers themselves, but for everyone else who is sharing the road along with them. Now, another thing, stress. How do you handle stress? Are you good at handling stress? We all have stress. Every human beings have stress. Every human beings have different levels of stress. How do you adapt to it? How do you handle it? Everyday life, everyday life has stress. Stress management skills. Truckers should know how to manage stress. They take setbacks in stride and don't let them ruin their day or their life. They're sensitive to how a truck driving c- career can put pressure on their families as well of themselves. So, depends what kind of choices or decisions that you make, how you want your career to be. Do you wanna be a long haul trucker for your entire career? And that's something that you're gonna have to talk about with your better half in your family. How they are adapting to it, how they feel about it. You have to take in consideration of other people's feelings. If you're in a relationship. Girlfriend, marriage. It may all sound great. It may all start off great. But some point in time down the road, it'd just be wear and tear on family members. You're not home enough. You're away too long. You're not spending enough time with us. While you're out there pounding pavement, making a living and paying the bills. We know life throws a lot of curves and snowballs at us. We know this. Life situations change every single day. It's not just stress on the truck driver. It's stress on the family. Every day, stress. Life has a funny way how things change, how people change. You may be in the best relationship that you could ever even imagine to be in. And your partner in the beginning says, I get it, I I understand. But they've never been in a relationship into experience possibly someone being away long periods of time. It may great, it may be great in understanding for them at the beginning. But as time rolls on, it's gonna wear on them. It's gonna wear on you. Being the truck driver. How well do you manage stress? Now Being a truck driver you know, you have a huge responsibility. You're driving a truck. And you're pulling a 53-foot trailer. And that equipment doesn't come cheap. You're given the responsibility to drive Professionally and responsibly. The freight doesn't come cheap, neither. You're hauling freight sometimes well up over hundreds of thousands of dollars and you add the equipment into that, you'd be pushing a million dollars. A truck driving accident today would probably be two million or more dollar accident. So the alertness comes with responsibility. Drivers out there know, the professional drivers out there know that it doesn't matter whether you have driven your allowable time. It's how you start to feel. You're feeling tired. Maybe you only driven a total of eight hours all day, but you're tired. In the United States, you can drive 11 hours. And you can work 14. But now it's going to be depend on how your day went so far from 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 the time you got up and you started to work. And how things progress throughout the day because every single day is not going to be that perfect day. You're going to have delays. You're going to be sitting in a dock for, for hours on end waiting to be offloaded or reloaded. And it's going to wear and tear on you. And you got to keep in touch with dispatch to let them know that, hey, look, you know, I'm going to be delayed here. And you have to start making decisions. How far are you going to get down the road? When and where are you going to take that break? When and where are you going to shut down for the day? and take your 10 hours off. Here in Canada, not all provinces across Canada, but here in Ontario, we can drive 13 hours and work 14. Doesn't matter where whether you drive 11 hours or you can drive 13 you're gonna have these delays in delivering and picking up and traffic and weather and dispatches making different decisions but you're the one who has to drive that vehicle So we got to be alert and we have to be responsible. Rules to follow. To be safe. Now. Fitness comes into this job as well. The quality of awareness comes as part of an overall level of physical fitness. A fit driver is more able to work long hours and to remain sharp. Truck drivers also simply need a certain level of physical strength in order to load and unload freight. Now that sometimes happens. It's not always just dock to dock, the fork truck goes on the truck and pulls the freight off. There are some jobs in the trucking industry where the driver has to assist or unload the truck, him or her herself. Depending on what kind of freight What kind of trailer you're you're hauling. Now I've had the luxury in my career that it is dock to dock. Now you think about the flatbed truck drivers out there. They have to assist or some of them have to do the loading and unloading themselves. Depending on places where you deliver to. Now, another trait or characteristic. Your driving record. Now this becomes a huge play and whether you're going to become a truck driver or you're not so if you are one of those nonsense reckless careless drivers out there in your own personal vehicles like people are out there and you have a list of violations as long as your arm and you have points, that is something that is going to be a problem. So for those drivers out there who are thinking that, oh, yeah, I'm going to be a trucker and well, wait a second here. Let's look at my driving record. Well, you know, here in Canada and all across provinces, maybe even in the United States, too, that when you have a moving violation, it's going to stay in a driving record for a period of a minimum of three years. Two or more demerit points. You am gonna have to wait till those things come off your record. You know, and when it when it comes to bad driver behavior. And you know you you know if you want to become a truck driver, you know you have to make changes. Now, bad behavior on our area and our area highways and roadways have, you know, with this pandemic going on, it's been, become more prevalent than the post pandemic. People speeding more, just doing just reckless stuff. So, you have driving, driver bad habits. So, how do you get rid of these bad habits? Well, you know, you have to give yourself an honest, an assessment of yourself on your behavior behind the wheel. Now, can you really give yourself an honest, an assessment? Maybe you might want to include a friend and say, "Hey, I want I want to do an assessment on my 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 driving and my behavior, and I need an honest opinion." You may want to include family, maybe. If you're a bad driver in your car, and you know you are, even though you're a bad driver, you may think that you're a good driver. I don't know how bad drivers can think that they're a, a good driver because they go cutting in and out of traffic, they're speeding all the time, they're tailgating, they're just doing all kinds of wrong things on the roadway, but they think they're a good driver. You know what I'm saying. So in order to become a professional driver, you're gonna have to do that self examination on yourself. And then you're gonna have to look at saying, well, yeah, I really wanna become A truck driver. And I have to get rid of my bad habits behind the wheel. So you're going to have to say self. And sit down. And, And you're probably going to sit down quietly. With yourself. And. Say, so, yeah, you know, I got some bad driving habits and, in, in, you know, in, in your own honest opinion. And, you know, how, how are you going to break the news to your bad driving habits? You're going to have to break up with your bad driving habits. You know, it might be, you know, the same as breaking up with your better half. You know, how, how are you gonna do that? Right, so you're not happy in your current situation with your better half and you're not, you know, so you're not happy in your current situation with your bad driving habits. But in order to become that truck driver, a breakup has to happen. So how do you break up in a normal in a normal relationship? Do you send a text message to your to your better half and say, Hey, you know, you know, I feel this way and You know, I think that we should take a break and, um, you know, not see each other for a while. You know, or do you do it in person? So, (laughs) in order to break up with you and your bad habits, uh, in your driving bad habits, you know, you know, you're going to be sending a text message to yourself. You know, saying, hey, look, bud, you know, we got some bad habits going on here, and I want to become a truck driver, and, um, and, you know, we got to kind of separate here. Maybe, you know, you, you call a friend over and say, hey, you know what? you know, whatever his name is or her name is, Tommy or Sue or whatever the case may be, say, hey, look, I got to figure out a way how to break up with my driving bad habits. (laughs) now they're gonna look at you going, what? You want to break up with your bad driving habits? It's like I mean that's just unheard of, right? We don't break up with our bad driving habits. We break up with with people. Maybe you need an intervention. You know, have family and friends and sit down with them and explain to them that, hey, you know, I want to become a truck driver, but I have bad driving habits. And I'm trying to figure out a way to break up with my bad driving habits. So, how do you break up with anybody? Maybe you need to sit down with yourself and your bad driving habits and have a glass of wine, a beer. Maybe you have to take yourself out and your bad driving habits out to a restaurant and have dinner and, you know, kind of get into that conversation of saying, hey, look, you know, we're just not working out. That could be tough, right? At some point in time, ladies and gentlemen, you have to kick the bad habit driving out the door. Don't let the door hit you on the way out. You save your bad driving habits. Now, you know, when (laughs) when it comes to commercial driver licensing, you know, it's like, you know, when you get your car license, you have to write the test, practice, you know, whether it's family member teaching you how to drive your car, or you go to driving school to learn how to drive your car. You know, um, here, where I live here in Ontario, you ha- it is now law that you have to go to an accredited driving school. And that's expensive. Anywhere from eight to $10,000 for the course. Government doesn't pay for it. It's not like you're going to college or university where you get tuition and you know you you go through uh, the uh, the federal government and in the Ontario government or wherever you live to um, to get your tuition paid. It's not like it's a four year course, so there's there, there's not that incentive from the government to to pay for driver education when it comes to driving a transport truck. That's something that you have to consider. Maybe it's something that you have to borrow from a family f- member or friends or or, or whatever, right? Because we have it here in the trucking industry, we have we have this dilemma. We have a shortage of truck drivers here in North America. How are we going to fill these positions? Now, I read a story many, many months ago, and it was this executive of the Ontario uh, trucking industry. And he's saying that, oh, you know, we just, you know, get immigrants to come here and and work and drive truck. Well, who's going to pay for that? You know, is the government going to give them the money, but not just your, your Canadian citizens where We don't have that access to federal or provincial money in order to go to the truck driving school. I mean, immigration, don't get me wrong, I mean, it plays a huge role in uh, all of our economies. But we can't give special treatment just because we have a shortage in this industry and the government will pay for their training but not for the citizen of that country. When we have the availability of citizens to fulfill the positions of the trucking industry. Yes, immigration is a great thing in, in, in all aspects of the economy, absolutely. But we can't pay for one and not the other. There's always, and it seems to be, there's going to be a shortage in this industry. And more so now as the truckers out there are aging and they're looking at retirement they're 60 plus in the age and they just want to go home and relax and retire. It's an industry where you can make a good living. 50,000 plus a year to 80,000, depending on what you want to do. It's a lucrative, honest living. It's not like you need a college or university education. And don't get me wrong, I mean, some people who have gone through schooling over the years. And truthfully, and I'm telling you right now, they end up in the trucking industry. Because they're having a hard time finding a job in their field. Now, something may be that you want to think about. Maybe you thought about it. Maybe you're driving down the road one day and you're thinking, hey, I wouldn't mind trying that, being a truck driver. And then you start looking into about how about, do you do this? Different states around America, different provinces here around Canada, different countries around the world. You know, you have to look into how about to go about being a truck driver. Now, so, you decide on that decision, and you've done your research, and you're going to go through the proper channels, and you go and in, in write your beginners, I don't know what it is in, in the United States. Um, If it's, you know, probably from um, state to state, um, the regulations differ, or whatever the case may be, that, you know, you may have to, you know, you have to go to an accredited um, truck driving school. And the cost, you know, the cost obviously is going to be different there than it is here in Canada. and uh you know you made that choice it's like you know you you go you go write your test for your car license now i hear in here in canada here in ontario it costs I think something like 125, maybe 130 dollars. So that gets you your um, written exam and your first road test. Now back in the day You know, just to get my, my, my regular license. You know, it cost me $20. And back in the day to get my truck driving license. It cost me $100. That was the written test and road test. My regular license back when I was Young, 20 bucks, that got you the written test and the road test. But today to get your truck driving license here in Ontario, it runs anywhere from 8000 to $10,000, which is mandatory. You can't get your license any other way to become a trucker. Now, just because you wrote that test and you went to the accredited truck driving school and you passed your road test, that doesn't make you a professional driver. You have to become that professional driver, and that comes with what type of person you are, are you that everyday courteous individual that please and thank you goes a long ways. And let others go before you. Being that upstanding citizen. Or individual. How you treat others. that goes a long ways in this industry. And it's gonna go a long way in your career, whatever career you choose, on your attitude and how you treat others and respect others. In your everyday life, It all matters. You have to work on becoming a professional. Being a professional is not given. It's earned. Just like any position that is given to you in, in any type of job that you are doing in your life. Professional is not given. It's earned. Respect and courteous. Goes a long way. And in the trucking industry, you need to be courteous and you need to be respectful. You're driving and pulling equipment that is worth a quarter of a million dollars or more, including the freight. So when it comes to your driving ability, being courteous, being respectful, Your driving habits. If you have bad driving habits and you have no plan on changing them because you don't think you have bad driving habits, the industry is not for you. So have you ever thought about it? Give yourself an honest assessment. And maybe when you do that honest assessment on yourself. That you include family or friends and you get their honest opinion. About your courteous and honest assessment on how. The type of person you are. Your life will depend on it. Other lives will de- depend on it. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. For joining me this evening. Here Saturday. I will be back out tomorrow morning. At 10 a.m. And. um, It'll just be. A morning show. Coffee with you. Like Monday mornings are. And. We'll just talk. We'll have a discussion i see other people entering the show here and um that's okay hey look if you want me to continue on i mean i'll be more than happy to continue on you know i've done shows an hour and a half hour and three quarters <laughs> you know that's okay you come on here and um you know, like myself, I mean, I, I've, I've joined um, podcasts where um, the host is uh, ending their show. Um, and that's okay because I mean, we don't know how long the host has been on, right? And then they're ending their show and say, hey, look, you know, this is the end of the show. We're gonna do a show tomorrow morning and stuff like that. But listen, if you wanna comment, on tonight's episode. I'm more than happy to hear from you. My call-ins, my guest call-ins are always on. I'm more than happy to talk to you live. And it doesn't always have to be about the topic that I'm talking about, we can go off topic here on the Truckers Podcast, and it has, has happened. From time to time. I'm always open, open mic to whatever you want to talk about. I try to catch your comments you're texting in on, on what you, 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 uh, um, text in. Um, you know, I'm always, uh, I'm always open to that as well, you know. And and I try to see the messages come in. I'm looking at two screens here. I'm talking about the article, you know, and I'm looking at the uh, at my monitor where you, the guests, here are appearing live here on the Truckers Podcast. And to let you know that, you know, everyone is welcome to join my show. Everyone is welcome to participate in however you feel comfortable, whether it's texting in or calling in. And I'll try to do my best um, to recognize guests coming on the show. You know, because, you know, I'm not always, you know, looking at both monitors, you know, the old wheels are turning here and, you know, keeping my train of thought. And, um, try, try to, uh, make the, uh, the podcast as interesting as i possibly can because i'm the only host you know so i got to keep talking keep thinking and that's okay and i enjoy it i really do i really enjoy it because it's a challenge and i like that challenge And I like it when you 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 come in and, and join the show and you stay with it. From the beginning until the end or you jump in, in the middle or you're jumping in near the end. And I appreciate that. And I thank you for that. So you're always welcome and to let you know that you are appreciated. And I thank you for liking my show. I really do. I try to do, I try to do my best and I try to bring topics and discussions that not are only important to me that i also think that they're important to you and that's why you know we we, you know we listen to podcasts you know because they're, they're you know everybody likes a different variety of everything right and you know my podcast You know, it isn't just about trucking news. You know, I have, this is my, my 200th and second episode here on the Truckers Podcast. 15 months and going and it's about current events local world news and what's trending Or just that, you know, a topic just seems to pop up and I'm thinking, hey, you know what? This is going to make for a good episode. You know, so it's, it's a mix of everything here on the Truckers Podcast. And I hope that the variety that I offer that, you know, um, you find interesting and um, educational or you learn something about it or, you know, whatever the case may be. And, you know, I thank you for taking the time out of your night or day or schedule, you know, to join me here on the Truckers Podcast. And you can catch the uh, the uh, Trucker's Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Whether it's here on Podbean, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Listen Notes, Deezer, Podcast Attic, I'm out there everywhere Google search you can find the truckers podcast. So thank you ladies and gentlemen for joining me this evening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Thank you for these likes. Thank you for staying with me and listening to me. I know a little, you know, talking about becoming a truck driver and stuff like that. I hope you found it in, informative in um, around this, you know, uh, duration of this time. I try to make it, you know, a little bit funny, You know, talking about breaking up with your bad driving habits. You know, I I, I try to make it informative and fun as I possibly can. So, thank you. Now, like I said, um, tomorrow morning, um, I will be out here again. And, um, you know, the topic, well, You know, it's going to be just about anything and everything here on the Trucker's Podcast. But we'll start off, you know, having a coffee together and where we always social distance here on the Trucker's Podcast. (laughs) This is the Trucker's Podcast. I'm your host, Doug, from London, Ontario, Canada. Thank you for joining me this evening. I hope you can join me tomorrow morning. And also, Monday, the Trucker's Podcast. Morning show coffee with you. Thank you, and good night.